What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. This is the Hobby News Daily Morning Minute. Today is Wednesday, January 17th, and on today's episode, I have some commentary on the football card market right now. Welcome to HobbyNewsDaily.com, an online resource for the latest news about sports cards, memorabilia, and other collectibles. We hope to provide information and a little fun with your hobby experience. Every morning, you can listen to the Hobby News Daily Morning Minute for a quick update as you start the day. We would like to welcome StadiumInsurance.com as our newest sponsor for the Morning Minute. Stadium Insurance provides insurance coverage for all of your sports collectibles and memorabilia needs using their cutting-edge app and easy-to-take photos to protect all your cards and collectibles. Check out StadiumInsurance.com for more information. Today's episode is going to be a little bit of a commentary on the quarterback market, I guess, right now. I mean, I I do focus a little bit on the market, but not as much. I mean, I really do try to focus more on the big picture of where sports cards are going and just commentary on stuff that's going on throughout the news because, I don't know, I think at this point the market is... I don't know. It's it, it's just not it's not as strong, and I think it's it's just I I don't know exactly what happened. Like I think the and and we're actually no maybe it's not okay. Sorry, let me reverse that. It's not that it's not strong. I actually think that it's good because there isn't as much volatility. I think within the market right now, and I think not really an, not an example, but something that I want to make a commentary on is like how sports cards sometimes people within sports cards not sports cards but people within the community people within buying and selling the market they can just look at a player and just decide that they're they're, that he he's not a player that has value really like not even necessarily looking at like how well the player is playing because you look at a player and i'll use three i think three examples here you got jordan love you got uh uh, jalen hurts and then Baker, Baker Mayfield, who, if you know, if you go back way, way back, way back when I was like first getting into podcasting, I remember making this episode about Baker Mayfield and being like, why Baker Mayfield might be one of the most interesting quarterbacks in the league if he can figure out how to change his career by potentially changing teams or something along these lines. But, you know, Jalen Hurts lost like six of his last seven going into the playoffs, which is insane. Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield, who really has a better shot to make it? I really think probably the NFC Championship game is going to be the Lions in San Francisco. So I would say Jordan Love and Baker Mayfield, these are probably going to be their last games of the season. But I was just looking up pricing for both of their players, for their Prism rookie cards, because if you listen to my episode yesterday, I was talking about how Prism is basically... I would say that's basically the flagship. That's like the mainstay of cards for football and basketball players right now. And if you're looking at, I guess if you're looking at the value of a player, I would say Prism is going to be that card you're probably going to be wanting to look at. Now, Jordan Love's cards right now are around $80, $90 for a PSA 10 of his 2020 Prism. Baker, on the other hand, his are going to be around $40 to $45. Now, I think Baker is probably going to get a big contract this offseason. So I don't know if, but I don't know if, you know, he's necessarily a buy now, you know, whatever. I think you're probably going to be, 
I would say there's probably going to be a decrease in that price. Realistically, I don't know where it goes. I mean, maybe it goes to like 30. Maybe maybe it stays around 45. But I think this offseason is going to be a big offseason for Baker because I think he's shown that he is actually a really good quarterback. Uh, because, you know, and now we're getting all the stories of Baker in Cleveland and how, like, the coach and the owner were fighting about him and how, I mean, realistically, if I'm the NFL and this will obviously never happen, but I need, they really should take a look at what the Browns are doing because the Browns have been, if the Browns overall have been one of the most pathetic franchises and no, no offense to anybody who's a Browns fan, but like you look at all of the quarterbacks that have gone there, all the top picks that have gone there, you know, they signed Deshaun Watson to this insane contract and totally messed up the quarterback market because they gave him all of this, they gave him all this guaranteed money. And now every other quarterback is going to look at that and say, well, Deshaun Watson, Got all that money, so you know I'm probably a more I'm probably a much safer, reliable quarterback than he is. So where's the money that I'm going to be getting? The, the NFL or someone needs to really take a look at the Browns and see what the heck is going on here. It also just shows that like sports, just in general, is like insanely profitable. Even you could run the most dysfunctional, worst, worst team in the league, worst franchise in the league, and still, like, I'm sure whoever owns the Browns, if they were to sell the Browns today, they would probably make 10x their money from when they bought the Browns. But I think, you know, like I said, and this is a Baker conversation, because then Baker goes to, I think, Carolina, and then he goes, and he's the backup in LA, and then he goes to Tampa, and you know, he's got a pretty decent team around him, but I think he really showed this year that he is a really serviceable quarterback that could can take a team to the playoffs if they're looking to. You know, I don't know if he's necessarily going to stay in Tampa. I don't see, you know, I don't know why maybe he wouldn't. I'm sure they're probably going to try and get him to stay, I would imagine. But overall, I just think you look at him as a player and his cards the hobby really was so high on him when he first came into the league, and then they basically just were like, no, we're done with you. And I think that it, it goes to show that if you're buying any new quarterbacks, you never know what's going to happen. Like, you never know at what point you're just going to have a bad season and then the hobby's done with you. And then even if you have a good season, you know, you upset – uh, which I guess the Eagles, you look back at that game, I don't, people don't really know what they were doing there. I mean, that was kind of an odd game. The Eagles kind of stunk a little bit. But, like, th- that was an upset. I mean, I-, I would say a lot of people thought that the Eagles were probably going to handle the Bucks probably pretty handily um, just based on the way that they played throughout the season. I know that they lost a bunch of games at the end of the season. And then Hurts, for example, is the other kind of quarterback that I was talking about here with Hurts and Jordan Love. People still really like them. And I think even Jordan Love, honestly, at like $80, like, I don't know, I guess I'll be interested in a few years to see sort of where, like, if there's a floor when it comes to cards, like when it comes to quarterback cards specifically, too, within the NFL, because the quarterbacks at this point, I'll, I could probably keep making the prediction every single year that this is going to be the year that quarter, that running backs and wide receivers make some sort of, you know, resurgence within cards or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've been, I've been saying that for years and it hasn't happened. So I, I probably will keep saying it just because it's like the thing, it's almost like I'm going to keep saying it the way that everybody was saying sports cards are, you know, there's, there's fraudulent, it's a scam, it's going to go down. And, you know, eventually they were kind of correct, but they were saying it for years and years and years and years and years. And 
you know, there's the saying that like the broken clock is right twice a day. I don't necessarily, I, I, you know, I guess that's what you could call the people that were calling for the downfall of sports cards or whatever for so long. And it's like, they can keep saying it and eventually maybe they're going to be right. Maybe I'll keep saying that running backs and wide receivers are going to be, uh, going to be more valuable. And maybe one day I'll be right. I don't know necessarily. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if I'm, if I believe that necessarily anymore. I thought that they could, but now that we're seeing, like, like I said, the Jordan loves, uh, the, Jalen Hurts, and then, you know, Baker, at the prices that they're at, and they're playing at the level that they're at, I'm not really sure where the floor is going to be or how much fluctuation there's going to be. And it may even be a thing where you're going to have to get really lucky in the future and guess right on certain players, because even if you do guess right on players, there's a chance that, you know, they just may, the, you know, the market or whatever, they, the market may just never pick up on that player. They, the market may just never necessarily really care. Baker, I think, is a perfect example. I mean, had really a phenomenal season. You know, plays, now is in the playoffs, is one game away from the NFC Championship game. I mean, he is, you know, I, I think he's going into the, uh, the Thunderdome. No, it's the, I was thinking I, I, the, uh, Ford Field, I was thinking of just another name for the stadium, because it's going to be crazy. I mean, the fact that I was, it was so cool to see all, like, the uh, the Detroit stuff that happened this past weekend with them uh, winning that game, especially against the Rams, and especially you see that because the trade that happened with uh, Jared Goff and the Rams and all that kind of stuff was pretty cool. So, like I said, something that I was just thinking about, like, it's just Baker Mayfield, I think, is an interesting player. But is there, have we reached potentially a floor within sports cards? And are we ever going to get to a point where we see that pretty high fluctuation in cards? I'm not really sure, to be honest, because I don't think, I think the people who were causing the fluctuation in cards aren't necessarily into cards as much as they were in the past, which I think leads to more collectors uh, being into cards, which I think in turn leads to prices staying pretty stagnant and not increasing and decreasing the crazy ways that we saw over the past few years. Remember to follow at Hobby News Daily and sign up for the mailing list at hobbynewsdaily.com and keep collecting.